At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is the fourth and uh, final hour for us on Live Bet Sunday. Ben Wilson, Danny Burke will be taking over here in 60 minutes and take you through the rest of the evening when it comes to some of these sporting events. We still have plenty to get to here in our final hour we got a, a deep NBA card, of course, that uh, is going to be part of a nightcap, a, a very interesting spot between the Clippers and the Grizzlies. We'll get into that later in the hour. Yeah. We asked how scores, scores abound that we wanted to update. Really, just two, um, unless you got something else you were keeping an eye. Actually, there is something you want to no. update. No, nothing? I've One- got nothing other than Kirk Kitayama ruining everyone's day and Liberty right. ruining my day, too. That was uh, that was it. 105-101, let's call it 107-101, 48.9 left to go. The Lakers are going to get a win here over the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry's return from injury, or at least it very much seems that way. A six-point lead with 48.9 left to go. Jennifer Garner loves it, as does Denzel Washington. Jennifer Garner, is she, did she to show her? Right, the- that's her? Am I getting that right? I'm not I a big movie no buff. Electra? Yeah, that's her. Yeah? All right, cool. Yeah, good, right. good, good job, J- JVT. Boom. I mean, movie she reference. does have a pretty, pretty recognizable face. Yeah, right? she's a movie star. I also... I was a big Electra fan, if you know what I'm saying, back in the day. Oh, yeah. Electra yeah. was really good. I don't know if the movie was good. Just put it that way. Uh, all right. Also, she was good in <laughs> yeah. The other thing, uh, uh, 52-42, Michigan keeping Indiana at arm's length here in this one. Now 54-42, 12-23 left to go. So keeping an eye on that. So with that, I wanted to play a game, as I mentioned. And <laughs> I think this is a fun way to kind of dive into some of the teams when it comes to the NCAA tournament. Agreed. So I, I wanted to do an NCAA futures draft. Uh, you're going to be here next week as well. And I'm sure you're going to be on throughout. We'll have you on too throughout the NCAA tournament. So we can keep track of this too. So figured five teams each you can do an NCAA futures draft. But before we did the actual draft, I did want to point this out, which I think is an interesting topic. I actually don't think that this is really the time to bet NCAA futures. I agree. There's <laughs> really only one team I would bet right now, and it's what humans told us earlier, UCLA. Okay. That's really the only team I would bet now. It's because there's a couple of things. One, we're right up to the tournament. All yeah. the value has pretty much been sucked out of this market. The other thing is, is once you actually get the path of play, yes, those things will be baked in, but it's also more beneficial. I know everybody hates to hear this because they're no fun. The rolling parlays, for those of you who really want like some of these big underdogs and Cinderella stories, are the way to go. And for those yes. who don't understand, like who are just listening around the, the country and watching and whatnot, unfamiliar with the concept of rolling parlays is, you know, take your team of de- choice, whatever you would like. Let's say it's just Creighton, for example, bet the money line, and then you take your winnings if they win and roll that over on a round to round basis. 
there's a couple of benefits to that. One, generally, let's say Creighton actually does win the whole thing. You're probably getting a little bit more bang for your buck than when Creighton Correct. the actual number is. The other benefit is, let's say Creighton goes, but Kalkbrenner gets hurt, and they win that game. Well, instead of sitting on a number on Creighton without their arguably best player, you can just take your winnings and leave. 100%. And then the third, and this is the less profitable way of doing it, but depending on your bankroll size or risk management profile, let's say you've rolled it over five times and there's still one game left. Yep. You don't have to do the full money in that final game. You could collect, make a little bit of money on the side and still make another wager on the game independently of that parlay, where if you bet the future now, you are locked into the price. I think the reason why I would bet UCLA now is because not a lot of people are – the market sentiment on the Bruins is still, I would say, relatively neutral. There's mm -hmm. not a lot of teams – running or people running to talk about articles being written and all this stuff. That's because of the conference that they play. Yeah. Historically speaking, the PAC 12 has been a more under talked about conference, especially this year with the big 12 and some of the other conferences that maybe been uh, light years ahead of where they were. But I think UCLA is that I'm kind of giving away. I hope I have the number one pick because I might take UCLA, but I'm going to give I it to you, but now I want the first overall pick. Let me get UCLA. <laughs> Um, okay, you got a coin. Let's go, Brian. Uh, oh, that's of, fair. One of the quarters that he's going to use to buy a dollar twenty-five hot dog. Now he's got it. So let's let's flip this coin and let's see who gets. All right, here thing. we go. This is exciting. Um, actually, who, can we bet on the it? coin flip like who's the Super Bowl? It. Okay, so head, heads will be uh, Jared. I got the bigger head though. Okay, we'll have we'll give sure. you heads. We'll give I have the bigger to tail. Jared. Here we go. <laughs> it is heads. All right, so, so I you bigger the head has pick. the honor. Now, do I do the gamesmanship thing and take the pick that he wants? You can take yes, UCLA. This isn't the NFL. You take the ball. There's a lot of other really good teams ahead of UCLA that are price independent because I'm not betting on them. I'm just taking them. So, And I also, as we start this, too, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this was I thought it was a good exercise to discuss the teams as well. 100%. Strengths, weaknesses, and what Absolutely. we like about them, everything like that. So um, with that, with my first pick, hmm, take UCLA just to make things fun. I will take... You know what? No, I'm going to be a nice guy. I'm going to take Kansas with my first selection. How about that? Kansas, you can find them. We're going to use these via DraftKings right now. Kansas, the second choice over at DraftKings at 8-1. to one. Uh, Yes, the chalky selection, but a team, of course, we know that has the experience and a coach that is one of the best uh, in college basketball and in, I would say, what, pristine form. The only loss that they have taken out to this point, of course, that matchup against Texas on the road. Uh, I really like a lot of what this team brings to the table from a statistical profile. If I get a top 25 offense and a top 10 defense, I am in on the Kansas Jayhawks. You ready you? for gamesmanship? Okay, what's up? I'm taking Houston. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I, I can't not take the number one team on the board in the second overall pick, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the definition of value right there. But, again, you look at this Houston team. They were a breath away from the Final Four last year. Just couldn't quite get over the hump. They did make it a couple years ago. And then here are the nostalgic reasons I'll give you, besides the fact that they're a top 10 team offensively, defensively, besides the fact that they've got arguably the best overall player in the country that we really don't talk about Jairus Walker a whole lot. I know we talk a lot about Marcus Sasser and the other guys, but they've got this big man in the middle, Walker, who's, uh, again, just an absolute freak as a freshman. Kelvin Sampson, very experienced coach. But here are the nostalgic reasons that I'll give you for Houston. First of all, the final four is in Houston this year. Second of all, Jim Nance calling his last final four. He is a Houston alum. Again, none of these things have anything to do with Houston winning four games and getting to the final four. But in that second position, considering the price, considering where they are right now, I would absolutely take Houston with the second overall pick. This is a, I'll be honest. This is a very fun game. I appreciate you getting involved, you getting me involved with this game. I hope you're being honest. And I, I, I will say, too, I think one of the differences, so if you go back to Houston from last year to this year, uh, this Houston team has been a much better and more consistent shooting team. 100%. That's one of the big differences, right? And you can almost to a certain extent, I think that we were just talking about this yesterday, like that Virginia team that won it all those years ago was in a, like people kind of forgot how elite they were offensively. Yeah. Cause we think they about two Virginia. NBA players. On right. That team. Exactly. And this year's Virginia team, team does not have no, that. Not they still have Kihei Clark though. So you know what I mean? That's yes. actually something that works in their favor. All right. So two off the board, Jared with Houston and I have Kansas. Well, I guess I have to do it now since you have given yes, it to me. You have to, uh, I will go with UNLV. No, uh, UCLA, <laughs> UCLA is going to be the selection. And it just as everything we talked about, this is the second-rated Ken Palm team uh, in the country. This is arguably the best defensive team in the country. Mick Cronin has really put his fingerprints all over this program. They come in. We talk about consistency in the way in terms of recent form going into the Pac-12 tournament as they have ripped off. What are we at now? Ten consecutive wins, I believe it is, for UCLA as they head into the Pac-12 tournament. And I would say, so you wanted to go with the um, 
the Nance, like, non-statistical, like, build, all that kind of stuff. Uh, let's go with the fact that, I mean, all these guys are pretty motivated. Mick Cronin's a psychopath. Yeah. He's good. Like, this guy has shown, too, in that run a couple of years ago as well, that this is a very well-coached team. They can adjust, and they have just good individual talent, uh, talent that, of course, still on this team from that run a couple of years ago. So this is a really grizzled type of group. I find it really hard to like look past them if we're talking about some of the big teams at the top. You see, you and Matt are right on it. You can still get yeah. them in the range of 12 to 1 or so. Yeah, that's a bet that of all the teams on the board we're going to talk about today, that's the only bet that I would actually make. Um, and I'll be honest, I think from here, this is where this specific game mm-hmm. gets very difficult because I think there's really only three teams in the country that I feel completely fit the profile of what a championship caliber team is. And I did profile this. In fact, I'm going to probably tweet out a lot of these numbers as we get closer to the dance, but the average tempo of a team that has won the championship since 2002 is about 175. Not a lot of teams that run really fast paced tempos Mm -hmm. are able to win four, five, six games in a row just because it's a very volatile style of play and the average defensive efficiency rating is higher than the average offensive efficiency rating. So again, you favor defense, you favor slower pace tempo teams. That being said, I think I'm going to go a little further down on the board for my next pick and I'm going to take the Creighton Blue Jays. They don't have the offense that I would specifically look to in terms of their overall rating, but defensively they're much better than a lot of the other teams in front of them in the odds board. And the one thing I really do like about them they have a big that can actually defend the paint. We just talked about Kalkbrenner getting hurt. Hopefully he's not hurt um, at some point in right. this tournament. <laughs> hopefully we didn't just speak that into existence. <laughs> yeah, right, hopefully yeah. we didn't just manifest that into existence. As of all the players you used as an example, that was the one. But when you look at this Creighton team, I think they fit the profile of last year's Villanova team, which again was able to make the final four. They played a slow tempo. They're not a gifted offensive team, but they have Ryan Nemhard, who I think has a little bit more giddy up to him than some might think. And again, the size and defensive strength in the middle, the girth, so to say, of this Creighton team with a very experienced coach, too, who has been to the Sweet 16 before in Greg McDermott. I I really think this is an undervalued Creighton team. I I wouldn't bet them at 30 to 1, but I do think they have a – I think they have Final Four potential. And and I think they're a team that maybe doesn't win at all but gets to the Final Four. So as much as I'd love a UCLA-Houston one-two punch here, I think I'll take Creighton as that next best team. So for my third pick, and we'll wrap this up again, we're going to do five of these, um, and we can think on maybe some analysis sure. here. So you talked about, you said, what, 170th average place for pace yep. for some of these teams? For the championship profile. Yeah, for the championship profile of these teams. All right, let's go a little bit lower than that. Let's go, how about 359th? That's pretty slow. St. Mary's. Woo! St. Mary's. That's about as slow as it gets. That's a, yeah, that is. That's a, about as slow as the hot dog lady. That's, <laughs> that's a good joke. I like that one. So St. Mary's, the fifth best defensive team in the country, but team that can shoot pretty dang well, and they're a top 40 offensive team. And I made this point yesterday. Don't sleep on their defensive rating in West Coast Conference play. It's actually a pretty good offensive conference yeah. as a whole. And St. Mary's has clamped down almost everybody they have run into in this conference, and that includes a, a pretty solid overtime win over Gonzaga. They did split with them, but I like this St. Mary's team a lot. I think one of the issues they run into, if they get sped up, do they get a little bit more uncomfortable in yep. some of the, against some of these teams? Saw it against Gonzaga in that second game. Correct. Yeah. But I think overall, the way this team plays defense and the efficiency in the half court is lethal, I find it hard to turn down that St. Mary's They're spot. They're a Final Four team, no doubt. So let's, they fit uh, the profile. We'll continue this up. We have our, N- or our NCAA tournament futures draft. It resumes when we come back here on the live that Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. 
I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and way more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID. Open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Is BetMGM for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. Physically located in Nevada as well. Please gamble responsibly if you have a gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. We were, um, I'll give you a score. Is that, game, that game is not final yet between Michigan and Indiana. No, but I would imagine things are not going well for we do have the Hoosiers. No, they're yeah, getting a little tighter. I was say, they're making something of it. A little tighter. 60 to 54, 735 left to go in the second. Indiana pre-flop closed as about a three-and-a-half point favorite. Money came in on Michigan here in this game, too. So, so far, on the right side. And also final, 113-105. That is final. The Lakers get a win over Steph Curry. Big win. And the Warriors. How did Curry play? How was, what was his three-point prop finish at? Four and a half, See, three and a half, four and a half? Tell you right now, on the day, Steph Curry, 5 of 13. So, he probably went over. Yep, 27 points on 8 of 20 shooting overall. Not and bad for a return. I feel like he's one of those guys that can probably roll out of bed and make five threes in a game. I would say so. Maybe yeah. from bed he can make those. <laughs> Also, now, that would be a prop to bet. Worth pointing out, too, with the loss here to the Lakers, the uh, Warriors fall to 7-24 and 24 straight up, 9-22 and 22 against the spread on the road this season. So that's something to keep in mind as we – do you think home road splits become more or less prominent down the stretch of the regular season? I don't know about down the stretch of the regular season because we have seen that that's been pretty consistent throughout the entirety of a season. So, for example, you know, this year it's a small sample size post-All-Star break, but it's been three consistently throughout at least the value of home court. Last year was one and a half, and we didn't see that spike until the postseason. Yeah. So I, I that's, home in the post. I mean, home in the postseason has to just be baked in completely one point, already. I mean, at one point, it was worth four and a half last year. Wow. So that's going to be really interesting to see if that's yeah. actually going to get that same spike and if the results are going to be there. I will say really quickly on that point. Sometimes, especially with these home teams, like you already have an advantage at home, and if you win, and in the postseason, you'll see teams that are losing tend to pull the plug early <laughs> so they can get ready. That's a good point. So it gets some lopsided Avalanche. results. Correct, and then yeah. maybe home court gets valued a little too much because yeah. it goes by the results, so it's going to be something to monitor. That's a good point. I, I think the, mo- the postseason, I'd be curious if the average margin of beating the spread changes or increases because of that Oh, and it was, 
Yeah, it was. Where cr- you think the games are tighter, but actually there's more blowouts because of that. Correct. And like it was like um, I'll, I'll have to go back. I'll find the number maybe for next week and when you're here. But essentially, it was win and you cover. Yeah. And, and obviously it's like eighty, ninety percent, right? Yeah. It yeah. was a really high clip. It's kind of like that in the NFL too. It. Well, the NFL is very prominent in that yeah. regard. I don't remember. I might. I mean, I tweet, I tweet too much these days, right? But the NFL is like a 80 percent. The yeah. team that wins covers. It's pretty prominent. So we are doing our NCAA tournament future drafts. We are drafting teams to win the NCAA tournament. We are each picking five. Jared is up right now. I've got three. I've got Kansas, UCLA, and St. Mary's as my three teams. A theme of defense and some slow pace in there mixed in. Jared has Houston and Creighton on his third selection. And your third selection is? We're going to go with a theme. Is, everyone loves a good theme, right? Well, the Final Four is in, in Houston this year. It's in Texas. So I will continue to build a wall with the Texas teams. Not Texas, but Baylor. And I, I think this Baylor team, they don't fit the profile. First of all, they, they've already won a national title in a very recent form. But they don't fit the profile this year of what I would call a national title contender. However, there is something to be said about pedigree. There's also something to be said about the conference they play in, perhaps skewing some of their numbers a little bit. They're a top-five team offensive efficiency. That's great. Defensive efficiency, they've got the worst defensive efficiency in the entire Big 12 during conference play, 10th out of 10 teams. Mm. That scares me, but also the style that they play and, again, the competition level they are playing against, I think you can make a case that maybe their defensive efficiency numbers are a little bit overbaked compared to, you know, the, again, the, the competition level that they played against. Because when I look at their game against Gonzaga earlier this year, 64-63, but then I look at a game against Virginia back in November where they gave up 86 points. So just the volatility of their team, I think, gives me a little upside. And the number is pretty much in line to where the preseason number was. Again, this is a team that has all the talent on the offensive end. They're a great shooting team. They live and die by the three. That kind of scares me a little bit too. But I do feel confident that one of these big 12 teams is going to make a run. And why not be Baylor, a team that's won the national title with a lot of these same guys on this current roster? Baylor. Okay, I'll write this down. Keep track of this. We'll do, um, I don't know, we'll do like, Oh, we'll figure out something. We should put something at stake. 100%. Yeah. A hot dog, maybe. Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. I was going to go with nice, cheap, uh, fancy steak there. dinner if I win and a hot dog if you win. That's fair. Yeah. Sounds, sounds <laughs> equitable, right? Ooh, we got a one-point game. Look at this. Just uh, looked up right now, 60 to We've 59. We've been very fortunate today with the quality of the games on yeah. our screens. I feel like every game slash event we've watched has been a nail-biter in some capacity. Yes, and one now here for Dickinson. So a 62-59 lead for Michigan with a free throw coming. All right, I am torn for my next selection, but I think I know where I'm going to go. And it's a little bit different from the archetype of teams that I have selected so far. But, Diversify, just like a good portfolio. Yeah, and I need some, some high-level offense, I think. So I'm going to go to the Pac-12 once more. I'll go with Arizona. Yeah. Look at you, Pac-12 man out here yeah. on the West Coast. Yeah. They got three West Coast teams. And, uh, look, I'm a West Coast guy. I get to watch a little bit more of them. So, look, Arizona, I think this everything I've talked about is exactly why I'm doing it. This is the sixth best team in terms of offensive rating, according to Ken Palm. I get some pace with some of these guys, too. So, this some of the teams that I'm playing a little bit lower on the slower end, this is not. This is the sixth fastest team in terms of pace. Nearly 73 possessions per game so far. Ball movement is pristine with these guys, too. Top five assist rate as a squad, too. So I think if I'm looking for, again, kind of building out somewhat versatile portfolio, I have arguably the slowest team that's going to be <laughs> in, the, uh, in the tournament and one of the faster teams that's going to be in the tournament. So you get both ends of the spectrum. But I think, this, I think one of the things that's going to bother you, and they actually had some quotes on this coming out of the loss to UCLA yesterday, the physical nature of UCLA bothered Arizona. Yeah. And so once you get a little bit later, maybe into the second weekend, once you face some of those more physical teams that match up with you on that uh, – in that spectrum, maybe you're probably going to get upended somewhat early, but I need a little speed, a little offense, and this Arizona team is up there. Oh, see, now is where things get really tough because there's three teams that I think are, I don't want to say valuable, but I think there's three teams that have upside, and there's one team specifically that I think has the most upside, and I'll go with that one now. And again, I, I wasn't trying to just put all of Texas in my portfolio here, but that's actually what's in my actual portfolio, which is Houston, Baylor, and TCU as a 30-1 to 1 long shot here. And, I, again, I think we get to this point in the season. We know what these teams are, but 
We also know that Mike Miles missed a significant portion of the season down the stretch, and he is just starting to round back into form. They had a dud against Oklahoma in their last game, and I think that will motivate them in the Big 12 tournament. I'm fascinated to see if their offense, which has been kind of the laggard for them this year, they're a top 25 defensive team. They run a tempo that's a little faster than I would have liked. But again, Jamie Dixon is a very experienced coach. This is a team that had Arizona on the ropes in the second round last year in that one. It was either 1-8 or 2-7 mm-hmm. second round uh, seeding matchup. And I think they are a team that understands how to win close games because of the conference that they play in. And again, I, I, don't, I don't know what the Big 12 is going to give us this year in terms of high-level competition post conference tournament i'm fascinated to see who wins the big 12 tournament who has that momentum heading into march but i think tcu because of the high-end talent that they have at the guard position and the way they can defend makes them a very difficult out in the ncaa tournament what would be their weakness i would say offense and probably shooting right yeah Yeah, shooting offense overall three-point shooting just consistency on the offensive end free throw shooting all of those categories that we look to on the offensive end but defensively they fit the profile so I, add, I want to add a fun rule here really quickly. So yeah. we're on our last picks. I want one triple-digit selection as well. Okay. Can we pull those up on the screen? Yeah, of course. Can we, we go down the list 40. here? So, so now I have Houston, Creighton, Baylor, TCU. Yep. You have Kansas, UCLA, St. Mary's, Arizona. And now we have to pick one down here on this no, list. So your, your fifth pick can be whatever you want. But I want, and then on top of this, we're going to do six. Okay, we're going to do six uh, you're picks. Fine, and then I want, Got I want it. a you know, potpourri triple-digit long shot. Got it. So for my... My last pick here, I'm torn. I will say this. There, Kentucky tempts me, just given, <laughs> I guess, some recent play, but sure. you don't like the loss to Vanderbilt outright. Uh, they were a little overvalued. I, didn't, I bet against them, but I didn't expect them to lose the game outright. So I will go with a team that made their run last year that is, that is very experienced, has really good guard play, and a lot of offensive talent, although I don't really like their defensive play. Give me the Hurricanes of Miami. Oh, I love it. That was going to be my next pick. Okay, all right. It really was. I, it absolutely was. It's a fantastic big guard. Yeah, everything. They're they have so everything well you coached. Want. They're well coached. So well coached. Give me Miami. All right. Last regular pick for you. What do you got? As I took it from you, right under you your did. Feet. You really did. All right. I will give you one that is in the SEC and maybe has a little bit more upside Kentucky. than you think. No. Oh, okay. No. Texas A and M. Okay. All right. Buzz That's Williams' little, yeah. crew has been very buzzy. First yes. of all, the win over Alabama the other day, I think, yep. I think that kind of shows you the height of where they can be. Slowing down a really fast-paced offense and holding Alabama to 67 points is arguably the most impressive thing that you can do in a, in a college basketball season considering their style. So Texas A&M, probably a pretty good price on them, too. I, I, actually, I really like that pick. That yeah. is about 65 to 1. We'll get our triple-digit selection. That's right. <laughs> And we'll come out with a little bit more here on Live Bet Sunday. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Last 30 minutes here on Live Bet Sunday with myself and uh, Jared Smith. We are in the midst of uh, finishing up our NCAA tournament draft. We're drafting futures. And we'll have something at stake. We'll figure this out. But we have five teams so far. So we are now in the midst of what is now our final selection. We are going with one team. This is really hard. Or at least triple digits. This is really hard. The team that I really wanted was Michigan State, but they're just 90. Just inside of that cutoff. So do I take the other Big Ten team that shares their, their state, or do I go in a direction that's so absurd that only a true moron would actually bet them, or at least consider betting them? Or... Do I take the best team available that's closest to 100 to one, just yeah. just to, just to give myself a fighting chance? Guys, try to pick, try to put yourself in the mindset of who's going to be the national champion and eliminate every team that is 99 to one or shorter. Right. Very very difficult thing to do, but I think for the sake of this game, oh, you had to give me first pick too, so I don't even know where your head. I was at a gentleman. Here. You were a gentleman, but it ended up. Screwing me over even I more. I also faked a lot of confidence because I off the air was like, oh, I know I'm going to get yeah, I know I'm exactly. going to And he probably has no idea. <laughs> All right. So, I'll actually, we'll, we'll make the game even more entertaining. Brian, you tell me if I should take the team that I think has the best chance to win at 100 to 1 or longer, or if I should take the team that I want 
to see make a run like Cinderella vibes. So more of a want or a need, I guess. I'll I, let you decide because honestly, I'm drawing a blank here. I think you should pick a team that you want to win um, because this is like your this is like your sixth round draft pick in it's the fair. NFL that hopefully becomes Tom Brady. So a good point. I think you do that. Well, then screw it. I'm taking Penn State at two fifty to one. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I they, like they're, they're not going to win, and do not bet this. But if you want a happy-go-lucky vibe after the the win today. I feel confident that they're going to be in the tournament. And here is something about Penn State that I think a lot of people don't realize because they don't watch them enough. They arguably have one of the best scorers in America. Oh, absolutely. And no one talks about him. No one even knows who he is. If you said his name, you'd be like, who? I mean, I think that's why. Jalen Pickett? Yep. Like, he arguably could take over any game at any moment and drop 50, like Steph Curry vibes for Davidson. Or get hot, right, over the stretch of, couple of games on a neutral setting and win yeah. some games. I think he's, honestly, other than Edie, I think he's the best player in the Big Ten. Uh, oh, I think so. Top to bottom. It's tough when Edie's seven foot whatever, but outside know. of that, I think nose to toes, Jalen Pickett's the best player in the Big I Ten. I don't know, scoring 73 points in, in uh, you know, two games total. I don't know if that's really good or not for a college So player. there you go. Penn State 250 to one. Call me a homer. Call me an idiot. Right. I don't care. They're not going to win State. the tournament, but it's care. a feel-good pick right. at a long shot price. And I think after the win today, by the way, we haven't talked about this game at all, but the Patriots semifinal is in double overtime right now. The kids at Lafayette are jumping up and down and going absolutely berserk here. Um, Nothing to do with Penn State other than the fact that they share a similar region, uh, Lafayette and and State College. But, uh, yeah, why not? 250 to 1, Penn State. Jalen Pickett gets into the tournament. Great story. Penn State hasn't won a tournament game since I think it – was the Crispin brothers in like the early nineties. I wasn't around. I mean, I was around, but I didn't know my, my butt from a hole in the wall back then. And I haven't been, I guess, conscious, fully aware of a Penn state NCAA tournament victory. The only other time they were in the dance was when they lost to temple and Rudy Fernandez's last shot back in, I think 2012. So I think they're going to go to the tournament and, Jalen Pickett's a fun story. She also note 66 all between uh, Indiana and uh, Michigan with 146 left to go in that Big Ten matchup. So uh, I lied when I said, oh, I knew who I was going to pick. You had no idea, and I stalled for about a minute there to give you no time. No idea. The confidence, it was great. I will say the team that I have settled on, I don't really feel confident, but who cares? It's 150 <laughs> to 1. And they go into the uh, conference tournament, their conference tournament, in some pretty poor form. Took a bad loss on the chin and then lost by two on the road to their eventual regular season conference champion. But it's a team that's got a pretty good win on the resume and a relatively solid resume overall. They're going to be safely into the NCAA tournament field. Beat Virginia earlier this year. It was a quality win. Resides in the same state as your lovely Penn State. Oh, the Pitt 150, 150 to one. Give me They've the had Pitt a Panthers. nice year. Yep. And I'll be honest, I thought that game the other day against Miami was not indicative of who they are as a team. And they, I mean, and Miami's really good. uh, So you have Miami and Pittsburgh on your team, huh? Yes, I do. You're going heavy ACC? That's a bold strategy considering their year. It's uh, it's very true. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's very true. Uh, But I needed 150 to 1. And if I get a team that was in contention for their regular season championship at one point, at least before they lost to Notre Dame. And a team, too, that if we're looking at it offensively, has had a pretty good year. Top 30 team. We're second in ACC play in offensive efficiency. Also did beat Miami. Fantastic ATS team, too. And, yep. again, that's a pretty good indicator of how good a team is relative to the market. Yep. So uh, go with, give me the Pitt Panthers. So my, my team, I guess you will, <laughs> as it's currently constructed, my futures for the NCAA tournament in our NCAA tournament draft, I have Kansas, UCLA, St. Mary's, Arizona, Miami and Pitt. For Jared, he's got Houston, Creighton, Baylor, TCU, Texas A&M, and Penn State. So the real question is, who's the favorite? That that's a that's the second question. So I think actually there's there's three questions. One, who's the favorite in this competition? Two, what should the winner get? Three, what should happen to both of us if none of these 12 teams win at all? <laughs> well, there should be – how about this? And we completely miss. Not even just win at all. There should be a punishment if neither one, none of our teams make it to the, the final Elite four? Eight or the oh. Final Four. I was going to say, one? if we don't if, – if one of us doesn't get a Final Four team after picking six out of any six, 
then I think we should at least get some kind of public humiliation. So I, I we'll do this during the commercial break because it's not going to make for good radio. We can no. add up all the implied probabilities of all yes. of our teams, and we can see who's. It's a good point, actually. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Who can make the favorite? And um, that would make for terrible radio. Right. Too. Like, okay, it's seventy-five. <laughs> add that up. You know, it also that. might take us longer than a commercial break. <laughs> yeah, correct. Because that's, that's math. Uh, yeah, math is uh, math is not very fun. You gotta you gotta convert those money lines too. But we'll have a favorite by the end. So all right, I like this. This I is think, fun. I, I honestly got to say, when you were looking, so we're going through these teams. I think the Texas A&M pick is actually a really good one. Thank you. Because, obviously, you talk about form. What is it, eight out of nine, something like that, that they've won at this point? A very They're good win. They're a fantastic defensive team, and they've got talent at the top. And the SEC has, I think, a little undervalued to them this year because they don't have that elite, elite team outside of Alabama. And, and as we talk about these things, too, let us in, all, in, the, in the world of numbers and analytics and all this kind of stuff, there are many. I have a buddy, Adam Hill, who works at the Las Vegas Review Journal out here, who's very anti the M word, right, which is momentum. It doesn't exist. But at the same time, there is something to be said of teams playing their best basketball at the at the right time of year. Yeah. And the best example of that is a North Carolina team that is on life support and probably needs to win the ACC tournament yeah. to get into the tournament, which they totally made a run to championship from them game, last right? year. Yep. I mean, again, I, I think that's why the Big 12 tournament is going to be fascinating to me. Because I have not been able to make heads or tails of this conference all season long. I, I couldn't look you in the eyes with a straight face and say, that's the best team in the right. Big 12. I think you can make case for five of those teams. And it's unlike any other conference season we've seen. First of all, it's the smallest, I think, of the majors. They only have ten, it's the Big 12. They have 10 teams. Make sense of that. But the top of that conference is so good. It's really hard to knock a team getting blown out on the road by 30 to one of those teams. Like I'm not going to downgrade significantly a TCU or another one of these, I would say middle of the road, big 12 teams because they go on the road and they get beat by 20 or 25 at Kansas or at Baylor. The one thing I will say the winner of the big 12 conference tournament, unlike some of the other high major tournaments, I think has a little more weight to what oh, we're going to yeah. see in the NCAA tournament this year, because getting hot at the right time and winning that conference tournament I think is a massive tailwind where some years we might say, eh, we don't, we don't care if that number one or number two team wins their conference tournament, focus on the big dance, focus on the tournament that's more important. But for the Big 12, I would say there is a little weight to it. Uh, right now, before I, because I want to build on that point really quickly, we have a 69, uh, 69 tie, 69 all, if I could get through it, tie between Michigan and Indiana. We got about 14 seconds left to go as well. Michigan just called the timeout, so they're going to get the last shot up here in regulation. We'll see if they can win this Lafayette, year. Lafayette, these guys are going nuts at Lafayette. They are. Well, after a double overtime, you're going to win by 11. It feels pretty good here. If, what uh, a if wild day of hot basketball. Huh? It's been pretty good. It really has been. So to build on that point, I'll ask very quick, and we can build on this yeah. more maybe on the other side. In years past, the Big Ten has kind of been that team, right, where very deep yeah. conference puts a lot of teams into it, and they're going to think get like nine, ten teams in this year. But there's something different about this Big Ten. I don't think it's as respected no. as years past. Definitely but not. But I think to your point about like winning this conference and the weight of winning a Big 12 championship in the tournament, I would think, do you think it's fair to say that this Big 12 has more weight and more staying power in this NCAA tournament than those Big Ten conference Absolutely. years that we've seen? Because I, I think this year's Big Ten – compared to, let's say, prior Big Tens, the high-end talent's not there. We're in the Big 12. It's there. When I, I like the build of these teams, right? We're talking yeah. about good defense, but athletic. can get up and down the floor when they force turnovers. Still play offense at a pretty high 100%. level. 100%. Right? The, the, the archetypes of these Big 12 teams, I just think, fit tournament basketball so much better. How often can you go down to the fifth or sixth best team in a conference and say they could be the best team in their conference? It's very rare. Yep. I would even say, too, is that we might be going to overtime. Yeah. Yes, okay. Well, and also, we had overtime in the Furman game for yeah. the for the SoCon. I mean, it's been, like, just nail-biter city all over the place today. So, we'll track overtime when we come back. We'll get to uh, some of these NBA games we haven't hit on yet. It's a late slate there. Plenty to get to, and still, just a little time. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. 
The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points. You can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. If you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points. They can use toward dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action. BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back here and wrapping it up for us on Live Bet Sunday. The dynamic duo of Ben Wilson and Danny Burke will be along next with a show that I'm sure is just dripping with energy and charisma. Riz, the Riz King. Wow. It just hit me. That's what Riz is. Yeah. So I've, I know the term, <laughs> but it never hit me that it was short for charisma. Well, now you learn something new every Holy day. Holy smokes. Of all the things that our audience gleaned from this show, that's the one takeaway. Holy, dude, that was got a squiggle in my brain. Well, you also had a, I saw it in your eyes. The light bulb was just like, I, like I had never made that connection. For those who don't know, Riz is very much like a, it's not even what, like is it a Gen X or whatever it's it is? It's becoming, well, now that we have this TikTok generation, there's words and phrases that I don't even know that are just flooded into our ear spaces. It's actually one of night. my favorite words it on is. social it's a fanta- media. It really is a fantastic word uh i did that did not that never i never linked use it with pride now that is use it with pride fantastic i love it it's 71 69 indiana up on top of michigan 348 left to go in this overtime period we are in overtime so there ended up and that's why i I was right i guess right there was a stoppage with one tenth of a second left but there wasn't enough time to really do anything yeah because they had to inbound it from their own base the you know the opposite baseline indiana is definitely covering this number now right i I mean mean, that, that seems to be the consensus vibe when these games go to overtime where dogs go to die yes sir where we, uh what was the total in this game i actually probably in the 130s if i had to guess based on the way these teams play uh, 144 and a half wow a little higher than i would expected okay yeah i mean i would have said one high 130s probably would have been my guess on pace to go over and over time there you go seems like it's gonna probably happen i think it's probably a safe bet unless there's a massive drought here that would be uh, what the kids call a bad beat if this thing yeah. did not go over i would say so, NBA tonight. We do have a couple of games that are going to uh, tip off a little bit later in the day. And, I mean, later in the day. We only have so many hours left in this day. And uh, it's a pretty decent card in the late yeah. nights. So, coming up at 4 p.m. Pacific time, we have two of the tanking teams. Actually, we'll saw all four of the tanking teams going at it. San Antonio is going to be on the road against Houston. Utah is going to be on the road against OKC. We don't really care about those. We can analyze those. Maybe coming up momentarily if um, we so choose if we have time. Wanted to go to the primetime tip, though. New York on the road against Boston, a Knicks team that just refuses to lose. They have been on quite the run. Absolutely fantastic. However, 
What threatens this run that the New York Knicks are currently on is the absence of their point guard. Jalen Brunson will not play today. Sore left foot. Actually, I might get the whichever foot wrong, but it's a sore foot. (laughs) I can't remember if it was left or right. Either way, sore foot's going to keep Jalen Brunson out of this game. Celtics up to a seven-point favor with a total of 226. So the, uh, the loveliness of the association when you're dealing with a lot of this stuff and guys pop up on these reports and all of a sudden mm. it's like, mm, no, sorry. Actually, Jalen Brunson is not going to be available here tonight. Yeah, market's telling you he's worth about two points or so, one and a half based off of the total move and based off the spread move. Um, the one prop, or actually the couple of props that I would look for in this game is the three-point props for the Celtics not named Jason Tatum. I would expect a lot of heavy influence on Tatum in this game, trying to get the ball out of his hands. And this Celtics team, we had Danny Burke on in our last hour talking about the percentage of shots that they take tend to be from the arc. Marcus Smart being the one number that really stood out to me earlier today at one and a half. He's a guy in these bigger games, and maybe this game lost a little bit of the luster now uh, without Brunson. But obviously, this is a Knicks team that probably believes that they can compete with the Celtics in a seven-game series based on how they've played over the last month or so. I don't think that's actual reality, but maybe there is some perception that New York might be one of those trending up teams. These are usually the games that Marcus Smart and Al Horford in this very experienced Celtics lineup, they tend to manage up with their competition level and how they defend especially. But on the offensive end, they're kind of a run-and-gun team. And I think the over one-and-a-half threes for Marcus Smart, I think Al Horford's another guy I would take a look at. Guys that are not named Jason Tatum that might have decent nights offensively. Yeah, and the uh, the credit to this Knicks team, they are a uh, a very very solid team in terms of their depth. Without without Jalen Brunson on the floor, a net rating of plus three point five. So and it's pretty much right in line with their net rating when he's on the floor. So there's not really a massive. That's drop a solid off. number too because I think he's been their best player top to bottom this year. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's a reason why he's the hot commodity now yeah. in terms of winning most improved. He is, he's shot up the board. That market's been wild this year. Yeah. Huh? I mean, Brunson or Brunson, uh, Larry Markin right now yeah. still in the range like a $3 favorite, but I, I think you can very much make the argument that Brunson's going to win that. And game. there's a couple of other guys that I know have popped in that oh, market Shea, too Shea this Gilles year. Alexander yeah. is going to be go. like the, he's going to, he's, he's incredible with his scoring. And yeah. the problem with him is the Thunder seem to be ready to potentially tank this. The Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, it is an incredible thing in terms of like. They're so fun to watch, but they're so bad. It's they, so they, funny. They are, and they like they have good talent. And <laughs> Lou Dort's such a, an enigmatic player right. too. Like if they were to commit themselves to winning, I think they'd be a 100%. lot better. But it, you you wonder philosophically at what point you flip that switch and how hard it is you know, to flip that switch from a philosophy standpoint. Regardless, um, yeah, Brunson's going to be an incredible thing to watch. And here's the other angle. This is the other part because he's going to get credit for it, even though it is a six man of the year race. Emmanuel quickly yeah. has shot up the boards because of the injury to Norman Powell, who suffered an injury that's going to keep him out the very least a week and probably longer. You have Malcolm Brogdon, who is in this matchup too. So you get a matchup of two, the two up two six-man-of-the-year candidates, one of which I haven't seen an adjusted starting lineup yet, but maybe Emmanuel quickly finds his way into the starting lineup. Maybe not tonight, but this is a very interesting game for many different reasons outside of just two really good teams that are playing. There's award implications that Absolutely. are going to be at stake here. And you see the odds right there on your screen. It does look like Brogdon. I'll be honest. I, 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 see, I see a hard path from him not winning the award just because of how good the Celtics are. And that matters a lot. You come off the bench and you can actually help your team win instead of maybe guys a little bit further down on the list quickly. Although quickly, you know, all those – it's actually that's the iron, ironic thing. And at first glance, I didn't notice it. But all the teams on that list are all playoff teams. Yeah. That does – that should be noted right there in the, how that award market's priced. I will say, this is, I'll, I'll ask you this, because this has been my thing with Quickly that I've been pushing back on. It's, it's, it's six-man of the year, and for the first 30 games of the year, he yeah. averaged nine points a game. And, and he's, a ve- he's a very volatile player, just the nature of the way, he, the style that he plays. Mm. So it's probably not an award that he's going to win this year. The other game that is worth uh, mentioning very quickly, we have two of them. Uh, we've hit on this a couple of times, not in true detail, it is the B and a half squad for the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. I don't even know uh, what to call it, frankly. I know, right? I guess the C would be the, the next downgrade here. Steven Adams, obviously, he's been dealing with a knee injury. He is out still. Dylan Brooks, league suspension. He is out. Brandon Clark, tore his Achilles, unfortunately, in the loss to Denver the other night. He is out. John Morant, not with the team due to a suspension, is out as well. So, original starting five, you are down three of those guys. And you now have your front court decimated because uh, Brandon Clark, who had been playing some minutes at center because Steven Adams is out, 
is not going to play either. So you have all of this put together, and the Clippers are seven-point favorites at home against this team. No real injuries outside of Norman Powell to note. Davica Zubac is questionable if he can play with this sore calf that he's been dealing with. Go a long way to have two centers against a really shorthanded front line that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to throw out there. I Situationally, the Clippers are what now? 0-5 straight up and 1-4 against the spread since the All-Star break. They covered a big number against Sacramento the other night but ended up losing that game outright after Russell Butterfingers Westbrook had a pass go through his hands near the end of that game. This is, I would say, Jared, like people like these situations and spots. If you're a situational handicapper, you're circling the Los 100%. Angeles Clippers in this desperation spot against a beat-up team who cannot win on the road, by the way. Well, that's the question that I have. Let's say the Grizzlies are playing at full strength tonight. What's the number? Oh, like, what's the buy-low number? Memphis is favored probably, right? I don't think they're favored. Pick them? No, yeah, I mean. One and a half, Probably two like and one and a half. half, two and a half. The Clippers have been, here's the thing. The Clippers have been a highly rated team. The, the, yeah. the market does have some respect for them. So if we're doing three for home court, it's going to be like two and a half. So would you bet Memphis tonight, or let's just, no, let's, let's flip it. The Clippers are the situational spot. Let's say it was a full strength game in a vacuum. Would you bet the Clippers at minus one, minus two, if Memphis was at full strength? You're asking the wrong guy because I highly rate the Clippers and also Memphis. Well, yeah, I have you're this Clippers number, guy. The Memphis 10 and 19, 10, 19 and 2 on the road this season. So the, I guess the answer is no. Yep. Even if Memphis had their full allotment of players, yep. you wouldn't bet them at two. So why are you going to even consider betting them at seven without everybody? Like, yeah. that's not a, I know it's a big difference, but it's not that big of a difference to where if you wouldn't bet him at plus two with everyone, why would you bet him at plus seven with no one? One can make the argument these last of, like, all these masses should be worth more to the spread, right? Not Absolutely. Just, not just four and a half. 100%. Yeah, not just Two best players, points. probably, other than maybe J- Jackson. All right, man. Good job. You'll be back next Sunday? Yes, sir. Appreciate selection it. Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to be on during the selection, so yeah. that'll be fun. And uh, other times, we'll see you next Sunday. Live at Sunday rolls on, though. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.